All right. <clears throat> I'm live once again. So in today's episode, uh, well, I'm actually recording it on my mobile phone. So uh, the fucking app for um, the computer is down once again. So anyway, it's it's kind of crazy, you know, like the. Um, you know, recording it for the first time. So it's going to be a short episode. And, um, anyway, um, so probably wondering where I was at. So I was on vacation. Um, you know, it's been kind of, uh, an interesting thing. So, So, um, anyway, I went on vacation. I was doing basically, you know, fishing, hiking, um, working out, basically just doing my usual thing, just on vacation. I went to the flea market. <laughs> so, anyway, I bought, actually, they had comic books up there, which was pretty cool. Um, got the book, well, I didn't get it at the flea market, I ordered it, uh, Dear Justice League, a graphic novel, which is actually really a good book. Um, it's a kid's book, but I re- I really enjoy it, it's really a fun, you know, book to read and stuff, and it's very different than, you know, what you usually get. So, um... At the flea market, I got a couple cool things. Um, you know, I got the I got like four comics for they were twenty five cents a piece, so it was pretty cool to find comics and stuff at the flea market. The Uncanny X Men three hundred four. Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider Man. Uh, which is 81, so it's pretty cool. Justice League Europe. Batman Annual 17, Bloodlines Outbreak. So that's a pretty cool book. Um, one I found at the flea market, which was really cool. I t- it definitely caught my eye when I saw it. Uh, DC Superheroes Ultimate Pop-Up Book. I... <laughs> I'd never seen this book before in my life. And when I saw it, I was just like, I have to buy it. You know, it was a really cool book. I, um, I'd never seen it before. I decided to grab it, you know, just out of, uh, just out of curiosity to see what it is. And it's really a cool pop-up book. It had, it, it makes sounds, it lights up, and it's really one of those cool, interesting pop-up books, so... Um, yeah. So, I found it. And I definitely thought it was really cool. So, um, so anyway, while I was on vacation, the most, one of the interesting things happened. Like, I, I notice things happen usually when I'm either not doing the show or, or, 
vacation happens. So, so Ray Fisher. This this involves Justice League, and one of the. One of the most interesting things happened. Ray Fisher came out and criticized Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, of course, did the Justice League. And uh, what I remember of it was Fisher posted a video of him answering a question of, you know, Joss Whedon. What was it like working, you know, with Joss Whedon and all that? And Fisher, the funniest thing about that video that made me laugh was Jason Momoa's expression. Jason Momoa, Aquaman, had the expression of like, this is bullshit. (laughs) And I just, I, I couldn't help but laugh at the expression of it. And, you know, and Ray Fisher, of course, uh, said, I like to retract everything I said, which meant that he was basically lying about his time working with um, Joss Whedon. And... Yeah, it just, it sort of, like, had several questions of what the hell happened on that set of Justice League during that time. Because, I mean, like, there's been several questions of, like, how much did um, Whedon rewrite and refilm? It, it, there's several questions to it, like, and of course, with Fisher's comment, he of course said that Jeff Johns and John Berg enabled Whedon's behavior on the set of Justice League, and you're basically like asked. I'm basically asked the question of like you know, how, you know, what happened, you know, and there's a lot of mystery to this whole situation of it, because there's, of course, the story after, you know, the Fisher thing, that there was reports of Gal Gadot incident, that she didn't want to film a scene in Justice League. And I, I posted on the Instagram page uh, you know, of the show, Josh of Gotham. I, I posted, like, I sort of took, like, several jabs. I took jabs at Wheaton. Because <laughs> I never really cared for Joss Wheaton. I, even though I loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just never, I always thought Joss Wheaton was a very under, you know, very overrated person in comic book films. Like, everybody talks about, you know, um, Avengers, you know, like, how great, you know, Avengers is one of the greatest comic book films. That's definitely the 
debatable. <laughs> like, um, I, I never really cared for the Avengers, oddly enough. I never really cared for the movie, even though I sat through Age of Ultron, which was fucking boring of a movie. I'm sorry, it's a very boring movie. And Affinity War, which he, of course, didn't direct, but there was, like, reports that he rewrote you know, a lot of stuff because he was a script doctor. You know, he basically polished up scripts and added his two cents into it and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but, you know, I, I never really cared for Whedon's, you know, films and stuff. I just, I was never a big Joss Whedon fan that everybody is. And he... You know, he kind of had, like, I don't know what it is. Like, it was just, like... To me, Joss Whedon was just never... He should have never had anything to do with Justice League, in my opinion. It just They should have just left it the hell alone. But they took over... They, I mean, Warner Brothers... Basically stole the film from Zack Snyder and tried to make it into what... Uh, Disney was doing with the Avengers and the MCU and all that. And I've I've always said it this way that the DCEU should have been and should always be the alternative brand. I mean, look what, you know, AEW and WWE, AEW is the alternative. They even though they're the competition, they're the alternative. That's what TNA wrestling should have been. They should have never been trying to be WWE light. They should have just been like, we're the alternative. It's best to be the alternative than try to be something you'll basically end up being a copy of. And that's the problem that, you know, Jeff Johns and John Bird tried to do. Uh, Jeff Johns tried to be like uh, Kevin Feige. It's like, why the fuck do you want to be somebody? <laughs> it's. It's basically boring, I'm sorry. You know, it's just like, why didn't you just be alternative? You know, it's like, most people like Nirvana, but Nirvana is so mellow and depressing. You know, <laughs> why not be like the Smashing Pumpkins, be interesting and fun? Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people like, you know, Nirvana's great. It's like, yeah, I mean, but Nirvana's just depressing. Kurt Cobain, I mean, well, if you figure out he was married to Courtney Love, you'd be like, yeah, I kind of see his point and what he did. <laughs> I know that sounds bad to make that joke and stuff, but... Um, so, I mean, for me, it just, it always... I, I, I remember leaving the Justice League film... I seen it in theaters. I was like so excited. It was like, um, you know, I love watching DC films. I love watching Dawn of Justice, which I watched it on uh, HBO Max. And uh, once I found out like HBO Max is now you can download on PlayStation and Xbox, I was like, I'm downloading that. Um, <laughs> so I, I watched it, um, and it was, you know, it's really fun to watch. I've been binge-watching South Park while on vacation, um, <laughs> which I love South Park. I, I, I 
fucking love that show. And I, I watched, uh, yesterday I watched the new Unsolved Mysteries, which was really cool. Um, on vacation as well, so. So anyway, I was watching, I was watching, um, you know, Dawn of Justice, and I watched Aquaman, and I watched Wonder Woman, um, Shazam. I, I watched a lot of these, you know, great films and stuff, and I, I sat through Justice League. I, I, I sat through it, and I just was like, I wish they would just put out the Snyder Cut by now. I know it's going to be out next year, and I, I will tell you this, next year it will be the most watched movie on HBO Max. A lot of people are going to subscribe and watch it. I, I will say this. It is going to be the most watched film ever on HBO Max. I guarantee it. So, anyway, back to the Whedon thing. Gal Gadot and Joss Whedon, it's been reports that they didn't you know, get along. Which I could believe that. Gal Gadot, of course, had uh, Brett Radner removed from Wonder Woman. She didn't want Brett... She didn't want anything to do with Brett Radner. Gal Gadot... Stated to... I, she didn't state it in an interview, but there was reports that... Um... Whedon, who of course always puts these stupid ass scenes in the film where the female character lands and the male character lands on top of her, his head is on her breasts. It's always fucking dumb. They did it with, um, they did it in Avengers with, I think, Bruce Banner and Black Widow, which I, I remember seeing it going, this is fucking dumb. And, I, you know, for a guy, I even made the comment, for a guy who's supposedly a feminist, and I'm using the air quotes, a feminist, why would you put that scene in there with Wonder Woman, who is one of the most iconic female characters in history? Why would you put that scene in there, in that movie? Why? Would you do that? But he did. I mean, Gal Gadot, of course, was like, no, I ain't doing the scene. I'm not comfortable with it. I ain't doing it. Ezra Miller, they said in reports, was totally for it. That guy who's supposedly a feminist um, <laughs> was for it. It's, it's odd, though, that, like, two of the people who are supposedly feminist and liberal... Um, wants to do that scene I mean god forbid if a conservative person was like we're doing this scene they their head would be on a silver platter but yet when a so called feminist Joss Whedon threatens to destroy an actress's career which there's no way in hell he could destroy Gal Gadot's career you know, she's on top of the mountain now with Wonder Woman and doing other films and stuff, and 
it's it's odd though that Whedon turned around and used Gal Gadot's Gal Gadot's body double and stunt double to do this scene and when you watch the scene if you could sit through it if you could sit through Justice League <laughs> um, you don't see the stunt doubles you don't see Gal Gadot's face in it Wonder Woman's head is turned where you all you see is the back of her head or side of her head and you you know you don't see Wonder Woman and you don't see Gal Gadot in that scene so it's it was revealed sort of by her uh, Gal Gadot's stunt double and body double uh, because a stand-in basically stand-in that she backed up Ray Fisher's comments where Whedon was unprofessional, uh, degrading people, talked down to people, all this type of shit. And the, you know, you, you sort of hear that and you're sort of believing it, which I do believe. I believe a lot of the reports of it, in my opinion. I think, you know, you don't hear. You hear, like, some people defending Whedon, uh, the guy who played the villain in Doom Patrol, who also does the voice of the Joker and Harley Quinn TV show, come out and, you know, defending Joss Whedon and all that, you know, saying, like, I don't know if the reports, you know, what happened on set, but I've been friends with Whedon for 17 years, yada, yada, yada. You hear that. But Kevin Smith, of course, stated that he heard from special effects people production people of of both films the person worked on both films the Joss Whedon Justice League and the Zack Snyder Justice League stating the fact that Whedon talked trash behind Zack Snyder's back this is how much of a pussy Joss Whedon he talked and talked down and talked bad about how he did not get Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. He didn't get it. He didn't understand it. All that stuff. And he just basically talked smacked about how he just did not like any of what we, you know, what Snyder was doing with his Justice League and all that. And I think that's where the unprofessional behavior from Joss Whedon came in. So, uh, recently, a stunt woman from Buffy the Vampire Slayer states that Whedon said end her relationship with stunt coordinator. Uh, former Buffy the Vampire Slayer stunt woman and stunt coordinator Sophia Crawford and Jeff Pruitt claimed that Joss Whedon gave them an ultimatum. On the heels of Ray Fisher's allegations of unprofessional behavior from Joss Whedon, the former Buffy the Vampire Slayer stunt coordinator Jeff Pruitt spoke out about Whedon's behavior on set, calling him an egomaniac. Pruitt claims that 
claims were backed up by his wife, former stunt woman of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sophia Crawford, who claims that Whedon told her to end her relationship with Pruitt, her husband, if, if she wanted to remain on the show. Pruitt told Metro UK, We had a great relationship, Joss and I. But he changed as the show took off, according to Pruitt. Over the course of Buffy the Vampire, Buffy's first seasons, tensions began between tensions began to brew between him and other members of the crew, including showrunner Joss Whedon. Pruitt left the show before its fifth season. He said, "By season four, I became fed up and told them I was going to leave to uh, to direct second unit on other series." Producers told me that Joss reacted as if I was having an affair or something behind his back. Although ties were cut between Pruitt and Whedon, Whedon allegedly asked Crawford to stay under one condition. She breaks up with her husband, Jeff Pruitt. I take it they were... Yeah. I take it that Whedon just didn't... Whedon's kind of creepy... Crawford said I Crawford said I was called into the office and I was given an ultimatum and they said to me come back to the show but you need to leave Jeff or don't come back and so I basically started crying and I said fuck you that's horrible bye This isn't the first time Pruitt claimed to have bad blood on set with Whedon. When he left the show before the fifth season, he famously penned a poem called Parable of the Night, in which he likens himself to a knight, Crawford, as the handmaiden. Whedon was tyrannical king, and Sarah Michelle Gallery was a spoiled princess. In his poem, he cast Galler and Whedon as two figures who caused great difficulty to him and Crawford and their relationship Amy Pascal Amy, pa- Amy Pascal's Joss Whedon a biography included Whedon's response to Pruitt's poems he claimed there was no will, ill will adding people just were at each other and eventually sometimes you have to make a change no one's to blame, or everyone is, but either people get into a groove of working as part of the whole day, or they don't, and seeing yourself as a noble knight being plotted against by an evil counters really doesn't help. Whedon has yet to respond to the couple, couple's more recent set claims against him. After Pruitt and Crawford's latest uh, latest claims, Ray Fisher commend them on Twitter, thanking them for coming forward. He said, I believe Jeff Pruitt and Sophia Crawford. Thank you two for standing up and speaking out. I, 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 I will have to say this. I do believe their story because it's kind of weird, though, that after all these allegations and claims that you know Ray Fisher and others made against Whedon, he has not really spoken out. <laughs> he sort of like went into hiding. 
and uh, this is pretty awkward right here uh, even after all this Joss Whedon will have a panel at the virtual San Diego Comic Con um, I can't wait to see what happens I, I probably I will bet you I bet you 50 bucks he is going to monitor all his um, questions. You know, basically, he will be like, you know, this question could go forward, this one can't. Um, no, <laughs> that's basically what he's going to do. Um, I, I, I hope that I would love to see like uh, people ask. The cast of Justice League. Um, I mean, I all these questions. Like, I really want to. I I hope they ask. A lot of them are going to be there. Jason Momoa, I think, is going to be there. Gal Gadot, um, Ezra Miller, I think, is going to be there. Ray Fisher, hopefully. I I hope that a lot of them, you know, sort of give. Um, you know, answers to what happened on set. Like, I... It'd be really cool to hear that. And the odd thing about it is, I even made the comment on um, Grace Randolph's uh, post that none of the cast of the Avengers came to his defense. The Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Hemsworth... Uh, Scarlett Johansson none of them really came to Whedon's defense about this there's no big you know rally behind Joss Whedon I mean yeah I mean you had a lot of the people you know say that Joss Whedon couldn't do what you know Fisher's claiming and all that but um, he wasn't the only one on set that caused difficulty to the the film and all that. You had John Berg, and you had Jeff Johns, and Jeff Johns, of course, was I I I, I kind of knew Jeff Johns was behind it as well because Jeff Johns I I Jeff Johns I take it wanted to take over Batman. And he didn't want Ben Affleck as Batman. Instead, he wanted, you know, as one person puts it, a pretty boy actor to play Batman. And I, 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 I will always say this. You always need a veteran actor to play Batman. Especially if you're doing Justice League. And, of course, you know, they're going, you know, of course, with Batman. Batman's going to have his own universe. They're going to... the Robert Pattinson, Batman, and all that's having his own universe. And, you know, he won't be in the DCEU. Um, which bothers me. I know there's going to be a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people who look forward to the... Matt Reeves, Pattinson, Batman, and all that. Which, you know, I'm, I'm going to see the film... You know, means Batman, of course, you know. But, 
the thing that bothers me is not having Batman in the DCEU, not having Batman in the DC Universe. It bothers me. And I want to see Batman interact with other characters. I want to see him interact with the Justice League. I want to see, you know, that. I would love to see a Justice League sequel. I would love to see either Zack Snyder or Patty Jenkins direct the sequel to Justice League. You know, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I would love to see that. I would love to. You know, and it, you know, it bothers me that that you know, the DCEU films just died instantly when Whedon, Berg, and Johns took over. It bothers me, because there was so much potential. Like, when I watch Dawn of Justice, or when I look at photos of the Justice League cast, and the costumes and all that, it bothers me that there was so much so much potential that it just poof you know it that's what bothers me so um you know like that's what bothers me at times so anyway um anyway so let's get to the other stories and stuff, so. Hmm. I'm looking at articles and stuff, so. Oh, yeah, Batman. Uh, Batman HBO Max series is set to debut, set before, sorry, set before the movie. It said that recently announced the Batman HBO Max spinoff series will be set before the upcoming movie starring Robert Pattinson. The info comes out Variety via Twitter. Um, one person wrote, No idea if Pats will make an appearance, but what I've learned, it will be set before when the Batman is set. And we'll dive into Gotham and become how Gotham became corrupt and infested with criminals tweeted tweeted by Justin Kroll fans commented and replied it sounds like the recent Gotham series which was set which was set centered around a young Bruce Wayne and how Gotham became corrupt and infested with criminals and Batman villains but another fan chimed in offering no it wasn't this is taking the Gotham Central approach to the GC Gotham you know, CPD, Gotham City Police Department. It is centered around... It, it isn't centered around Batman. It's centered around... Which... Sorry, it isn't centered around Batman, which was really Gotham. Yeah. It will likely be set in year one, where Batman was just a myth. So basically, it's Batman year one when GCPD still believed Batman was a myth. A prequel to the Batman... So basically, I take it the show will be 
centered around GCPD and Batman will basically be I guess in the background I don't know uh, while HBO Max hasn't confirmed the official announcement trades did report that Bat- the Batman HBO Max spinoff will take on the Gotham Central comic book by Ed Brubaker and Greg Rucka which would deal with police detectives working in the shadow of the Batman worth to mention that it is which I was told years ago that the Batman was being developed and that it would uh, star Batman in his second year being a hero so basically it's the Dark Knight (laughs) Uh, which has been uh, which had been you know still to be holding True for Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson's movie, so possibly the HBO Max spinoff could be set during Batman's first year. Eh, I don't know. Sounds interesting to me, but, you know. Huh. So... Sounds like an interesting show. Um, I do look forward to seeing what happens. And I got a new Batwoman. Uh, the Batwoman cast uh, Jeff Jasiva Leslie as the lead. They're doing a third Tron film? Oh, shit. So, this rumor, I I couldn't help but laugh at this one, uh, this report. Lots of DC rumors have hit the nets, including Ben Affleck. We'll be back as Batman. Fingers crossed on that one. Ryan Reynolds returning as Green Lantern. Green Lantern, um, that a Justice League Rebirth movie is getting made, that Keanu Reeves is being eyed for a new Constantine film, that Batgirl will star, uh, will star with Michael Keaton, and Batman Beyond, and more, oh boy, Constantine would be pretty cool, but, yeah. The warp uh, took to Twitter Tuesday. Unfortunately, it was sh- uh, shoot down some cool DC rumors. Uh, Umberto, don't know who that is. Did least confirm that a Zatanna movie is in development, so it's right in line with Plastic Man, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold. I mean, how many like movies are in development? Like, there's so many movies in development that's like not even funny. Like. I'd rather see a Zatanna TV series than a movie, in my opinion. Just my my opinion. I would rather see a Zatanna TV series. So, um, you know, Batgirl and ba- Batgirl, Batman Beyond. Responding to Grace Randolph's rumor that Batgirl will essentially replace Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond, and. 
the movie that will see Michael Keaton mentor Barbara Gordon. Umberto responds by saying Batgirl will not become Batman Beyond, which would basically be Batwoman Beyond, but but at best, uh, maybe a cameo or two. Justice League Rebirth movie, um, which was J.J. Abrams rebooting the DC through a Justice League Rebirth, stating, of course, that's not true. Thank God. Because that movie would suck. Constantine, recent rumor that a new Constantine movie would be made. And rumors that are offering Keanu Reeves wanted to return. Um, he, of course, responds by saying there's no Constantine movie being developed by, at DC. I'd rather see an HBO... For me, I'd rather see an HBO Max series. Uh, with the guy who plays, like, Constantine now. Um, or on the Legends of Tomorrow. Like, I'd rather see a Constantine TV series on HBO Max. Like, it, you can do whatever you want. There's, like... It would basically, like, I'd rather see, like, the craziest Constantine TV series ever. Like, get the people that did Swamp Thing to do Constantine. Like, I would fucking pay money for that. Like, I love Swamp Thing TV series, man. That was, oh, man, that was, like, the classic shit right there, man. Like, that... That, to me, like, it, it bothers me that they canceled it, but yet did Stargirl, and yet DCEU lost, the DC Universe lost Stargirl to CW, which means that it started from the top of the mountain and flat, you know, and it's gonna suck, like, I mean... That's sad, you know. So, for me, like, it, it sucks. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern uh, asked, any truth to the Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern rumor, which Ryan Reynolds will be back as Green Lantern for the Zack Snyder cut and the Flash? Uh, not true. There's no deal or talks with Warner Brothers on this one. Uh, ben Affleck, Batman. Rumors that Ben Affleck will be back as Batman for an HBO Max. Uh, Humberto, of course, responds, As much as I personally want to see this, unfortunately, that this is not true either. Which, that saddens me. Superman. What about Superman? At least Humberto does not shoot down... Does not shoot this one down. As there's been rumors of Henry Cavill returning. He simply wrote, Nothing yet. Regarding Zatanna, there is a Zatanna movie. Uh, has been for a while, no, but no writer was hired. I'd rather, see, I honestly would rather see a TV series of it. Ezra Miller is the Flash. Yes, <laughs> at least there's that dude still around. But so, anyway, um, like I said, this episode is gonna be a short one. Um, you know, I really enjoy it. I'm trying to get the app on the laptop fixed so we can do the show regularly like that because I like looking at my phone while I'm doing the show <laughs> um so yeah uh anyway it's gonna be a short episode I will be I fortunately I won't be on tomorrow uh got a lot of busy things to do tomorrow you know so um 
anyway, so I will be, I will be back Wednesday, um, so Wednesday will be a much bigger episode to do, so anyway, I'm going to get the app on the laptop fixed, I did send a report to Spreaker about the laptop app not working, so anyway, I will be back Wednesday to do another show, so anyway, I will see you all Wednesday, and uh, 